I, I maybe I did play just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> You know what time it is when you hear that siren. It's time for Frank's Power Play. Take it away, Frank. All right, Derek, and we're going to start with the Stanley Cup Final, where the St. Louis Blues are up three games to two and can lock it up on Sunday night at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis. But we'll go back to game five real quick. Well, remember, I thought they were cooked when they got beat 7-2 to two in the Lou. In game three, but... They bounced back, and they played Gloria. Yes. (laughs) But anyways, going back to game five, it was not without controversy, ladies and gentlemen, as there was a missed tripping call call that ended up leading to the Blues scoring what was the game-winning goal hole in in that game as... Hey, I mean, a lot of Bruins fans and players and people were just furious because NHL officiating has come under fire. And look, I'm not one who likes to be too critical of officiating, but I think it's something that's going to have to be addressed in the offseason with calls like that getting missed. But don't go and blame it on, uh, on uh, the refs for your losses. Did the on ice officials score a goal? Well, they've had kind of some controversy with the referee, especially yeah. in that San Jose game with the what was it, triple overtime? Or yeah, oh yeah, the uh, the uh, illegal check that they had called on Vegas's Cody yeah. Eakin, mm-hmm. and so there was that, and also there was a suspension handed down as Blues forward Ivan Barbashev will not be playing Sunday night. He was suspended for an illegal check to the head of Boston's Marcus Johansson. Not sure how much of a loss that'll be, but Barbashev is considered to be one of their better penalty killers, and the Blues penalty kill has really been their strength, keeping a pretty lethal Boston power play off the score sheet. So it'll remain to be seen what happens Sunday night. I would have to say, if you want to ask who I should give the Conn Smythe trophy to, I think you got to give it to Jordan Bennington, rookie netminder, who, by the way, has tied an NHL record for most postseason wins by a rookie goaltender in the same category as Matt Murray from David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins and some guy named Patrick Waugh. Hall of Famer. Yes, exactly. Okay, so, and then kind of shifting gears over. Or if you're not Canadian, Patrick Roy. Yeah, well, he's a French-Canadian. <laughs> a couple of transactions that have gone down this week. The Dallas Stars re-signed forward Matthias Janmark. One-year year deal worth $2.3 million. There's an also, last night, the Buffalo Sabres re-signed Jeff Skinner, their leading scorer, to an eight-year deal worth... 72 million dollars 
$9 million cap hit, and there are some that say he's uh, getting paid way too much. This has been a career year for him, and... Are they doing signings still and the Stanley Cup is going on? I've well, noticed the, that. These are, well, if they're on their current team, uh, the team still has the right to re-sign them. Oh, free okay. agent Free agency opens up on July 1st. Oh, and the NBA's trying to beat them because they're doing it on June 30th at 6 o'clock. But that's pretty cool that they're doing it on July 1st, though. Yeah. And, of course, the NHL draft will be on uh, June 21st to 22nd. It's actually less than two weeks, so there may be some guys who get moved there. Since you're a Red Wings fan, uh, and I see Stevie Y said that the a team can't be built really through free agency, are you going to be interested in watching this year's draft? Well, it's funny you mention that because I actually pulled this up, mm. and you know I, and you know what Steve said, he can't build a team through free agency. Well, he's not wrong because you have to be able to build a team through the draft. I know it got referenced in the Russian Five, which shameless plug. Just Did got you released. watch that movie like ten times, <laughs> five times? Oh, I'm sorry, five. It is released uh, video on demand platforms, so <laughs> You're you can see it in theaters. I'll download you it. That- I tell you this, like in all sports, I think you can build through the draft, but you got to at least get two key free agents, though. Yeah, you have. You, yeah, you have to. Co- they have to complement each other right. pretty much. Much as Osmond said, you can't build a team through free agency. In which, again, I think he's being he's being real with everyone. It's not. Try- I think he's also not trying to show his hand either. Mm-hmm. But he's not trying to. He's been preaching patience. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I don't think they're going to be really big players, players in free agency, because I still think you got to build the, through the draft. I mean, I'd say keep acquiring assets. That's via trade. Or some team, they just get ass hats. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, the, the Red Wings have been pretty bad, so they've yeah. been getting ass hats. But one signing that they did make is, i got to pull up, Cap friendly, real quick. Uh, Cap friendly. Yes, okay. the site for NHL contracts. They did sign uh, Finnish defenseman Oliver Kasky to a one-year deal with an entry-level contract worth nine hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Kasky was actually the leading scorer in the Finnish Elite League and Finland's top player at the IIHF World Championships. So I think that I would say that's a very good move by Eisman. Kind of a low risk, de- low risk, high reward deal. It's going to be interesting to see if he can crack the lineup and maybe provide a spark, help the team get better. So we'll we'll see how things work out, especially at on draft day as well. Uh, what kind of deals get made there? There, so that'll pretty much do it for my power play. Whoa, uh, that was short. Yeah, short and sweet, huh? Yeah, I kept it short and sweet. Not a whole. Not a whole lot happening. I know there's going to be a lot more that happens with, especially once uh, we crown a champion, which will either be on Sunday night or potential game seven will be Tuesday. On uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. 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 That's what I thought. Are yeah. you excited? Could the can the St. Louis Blues actually? I, I, that'd be weird. St. Louis Blues, Saint or Stanley Cup champions? Uh you know, I wouldn't say weird. But I think you give, given the fact that they were in dead last in January, January and getting a basically a goaltender that got cut earlier, right? Yeah, jo- Jordan Bennington was actually he had a cup of coffee with the Bruins, mm-hmm. and they let him they cut him loose. 
And now he's ended up being one win away from bringing a Stanley Cup to St. Louis. Was sure a cup of coffee or was it a cup of Frappuccino? Uh, it was it was a whatever he got at Dunkin' Donuts. Right, right. Which was National Donut Day on Friday uh, uh-huh. yesterday. So that, that was something. That, or was it Thursday? It would have been Friday. Friday. Uh, so, yeah, they were dead last and they started playing at Gloria. Yeah, they turned. And then they turned it around. That's, the, I guess, the special thing about the NHL. You could be in dead last and... If you get hot goaltending and the defensemen, you know, limit the shots on your goaltender, you can actually win a championship. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how the Blues have been. I mean, they're getting – they're strong on the back end with Bennington. Their, def- their blue line with Jay Bobeister, Alex Petrangelo, Colton Pareko, and others. They've been really good at helping Bennington out. Uh, and plus, you got guys who – Really play a strong 200-foot game with Ryan O'Reilly, who's been one of their top scorers. Vladimir Tarasenko's been one of their top scorers. But also their penalty kill as well, which has really kept Boston's power play check. Everyone says, oh, Boston's going to blow this series because if they get out of the power play, they're just going to score and win games. Well, that was, that hasn't been the case. I mean, everyone will point to game, game three. Well, I think that was just a blip on the radar. Hmm. Right, so now the Blues would be Stanley Cup champions. I I just can't imagine it. I it is, and, well, the, and the and the Blackhawks of you know the kind of the Blues have a rivalry. Every time I think go of the back Blues, to the old Norris Division yes, days, the old Norris Division when hockey was hockey. Uh, I think of Brett Hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I same here. I think of I think of Brett Hall. You think of the Hull and the Oats, and he and Adam Oates were on the same line. Right, right. Uh, I mean, even Wayne Gretzky had a stint with the Blues. He did? Yeah. I think uh, for, Oh, he did. Yeah, yes, he the, did before he went to New York? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was other guys that did, too. I mean, I, there was, I remember watching the 2002 conference semifinals where they were playing the Red Wings, and there was a lot of future Hall of Famers on that Blues team as well. Uh, Chris Pro. Chris Pronger was on that team. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, uh, Al McGinnis was one of their defensemen, and who had uh, probably the Al hardest McGinnis. slap shot. Al McGinnis. Huh. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. You don't think of St. Louis as a hockey town. They're St. Louis. The, it's the Cardinals that everyone thinks about. And the football team they had that uh, kind of took off in the night. And by the way, the the Blues fans and the Cardinals fans are trying to show the uh, old owner, the new owner, I guess supposedly of the of the Rams, that he shouldn't have left. That the oh. fans were really supporting St. Louis. Yeah. So it's good for St. Louis because they lost the Rams, and then to see the Rams in the Super Bowl had to be probably a punch in their gut. Yeah. So it's pretty revitalizing. So anything else with the power play? Uh, nope. We'll just see how it goes on Sunday night. So a short uh, two-minute power play here, huh? Yep. All right, though, Frank. Once again, you can always listen to us on 88.3 WHT. Or you got, uh, what you going to do in there, Frank? FaceTime it? No, I just cleared a notification on my phone. Oh, okay. Well, the uh, AFR has popped up on your phone on the live feed, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is right. And I hope you're watching. Yeah, I, sh- I shared it. <laughs> oh, nice. But once again, we got to get into this. Well, here we go. Oh, I just love that sound right there with the, the gold horn. Coming up next, 
We're talking a little bit of the NBA Finals. As Frank mentioned, is Golden State cooked? I mean, we'll we'll discuss that when we come back. I'm sure you're ready to put a, a fork in them, thinking that they're done like an over-baked, overcooked ma- baked potato. Well, you might be surprised. Oh, 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 okay. Frank there with the uh, teaser right there. All right. Well, anyway, you're listening to 88.3 WGTs after further review. When we return, we'll uh, basically uh, talk a little bit of NBA Finals here with uh, Frank Vashner and myself. We'll be back after this.